What does the Amazon, Peru, piranhas, birds, and Machu Picchu have in common? Join me as we explore South America with Eagle Wings Travels. And if you're a fan of bucket list vacations, don't forget to like, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notified every time we post content. My guest today is Colleen Atherton, owner-operator of Eagle Wings Travel, located in Wichita, Kansas. Colleen is an expert travel advisor, world traveler, and grandmother in no particular order, with a passion for bucket list vacations. Hi, Colleen. Welcome to RTE Travel Talk. Hi, Ken. Great to have you back with us, Colleen. It's good to be back. So listen, I understand. I've been following you on Facebook, and wow, the the places in the in where in the world you get off to is just amazing. Just recently, we've been to the Amazon, Peru, and Machu Picchu. So why don't you tell our viewers and and listeners a little bit more about what you got up to in the last couple of weeks? Okay, I had the opportunity to go to a country that I hadn't visited before. And since I've been to a hundred countries already, it was a unique opportunity for me. And so I jumped on it. There were a lot of hoops to jump through, but it was definitely worth it. I can imagine. So who did you go with Colleen? I went with Uniworld River Cruises. Okay. Then we, we arrived in Lima, right. our host met us our Uniworld host met us and he stayed with us the entire time and took care of all the details for us so we could just enjoy the trip. <laughs> so how long, how, how long were you gone uh, on, on this leg of the trip? We were gone 15 days. Wow. That's quite a, that's quite a trip. We had a, a tour in Lima, right. of course, after the next day, after we arrived and from there, which was very interesting because they took us to a palace who was given to one of Pizarro's. Uh, and if you don't know your history, Pizarro's the one who conquered South America from Spain. Okay. He was the Spanish conquistador. And, and he, his uh, right-hand man was given this land in which he built a palace. And it has been in the same family passed down from generation to generation ever since then. Amazing. So you, so the trip started out in Lima and you had a bit of a tour of Lima. And then where did we go? They flew us out to Iquitos, which is the little town near the Amazon where we boarded this ship. It was a fairly small ship because there are only 16 cabins on the entire ship. But this is the part of the Amazon that is in Peru, not Brazil. So okay. it's near the source of the river and not the mouth of the river. And although the Amazon itself was very wide there still, we went clear into the tributaries to the source of the river. So it got much smaller as we went inland. No doubt that's what no doubt that's why you needed a smaller ship to navigate those smaller channels and, and right exactly but I have to tell you Ken it was a first class experience from the service and the food and the accommodations that's probably the biggest river cruise cabin I've ever been in really wow. and it had floor to ceiling window picture windows so you could see out as you were navigating down the river which made it really special too so you were on the river for how many days until we were on the actually on the river for seven days 
Okay. And what did you get up to for? Well, every day um, before breakfast, we had the uh, option and everything is optional, of course, but uh, they took us out bird watching before breakfast early in the morning, which I love birds and I love bird watching. And I got started in that when I was in Fiji because they have such unique birds in the in the rainforest, in the Amazon rainforest, so colorful and bright and pretty, just so unique. And, and the guides who were part of the trip uh, that worked for the ship um, gr- actually grew up in the little villages out there on the Amazon. So they really knew their way around. They knew all the nooks and crannies and they were wildlife experts and could spot the birds and the animals. And even when they would point them out, sometimes I was like, I can't see it. I can't see it. (laughs) But they got, they were able to do that. You took some wonderful pictures, pictures of of some of the birds. Uh, How did you get that? How did you actually, I cheated a little bit because the, the guide was a photographer and he was taking the picture. So he sent them all to us and told us we could use them. Well, kudos to the guide because they're they're just stunning. It's just stunning. Yes. Yeah, the birds, just wonderful. Yes, he had a great camera. <laughs> so bird watching. We've so we did the bird watching thing. What else did we get up to? So after we would go bird watch, we come back to the ship and have breakfast, and then we would go for our morning excursion, which varied from day to day. And some days we just went looking for monkeys and and we could spot the monkeys and see them. They We uh, traveled along the river on a skiff. The skiffs were able to go into the little smaller tributaries, which have the jungle that grows right up to the side of the river there, the banks. And and so you could really see the animals good there along that. And, and we saw sloth and, and monkeys and all kinds of birds and and of course, there were the water animals too, the caiman and, and the fish jumping out of the water. One day they took us fishing for piranhas and we <laughs> caught piranhas. They used this raw bloody meat as bait. And as soon as you threw it in, the piranhas were right on it. Oh, they, <laughs> and then, they actually school like you see in all those movies. Yes, yes. And so we were reeling them in as fast as we could throw the bait out. But then that night they, they served them to us for dinner. (laughs) So the bigger question is, was pretty good. Yeah. What what is fried piranha like? (laughs) You know what? I was too chicken to try it. Really? (laughs) (laughs) It was looking at me and I couldn't eat it. Then, uh, and other times we would get out of the skiff and trek through the rainforest and, and they would hire locals who lived in a nearby village and they had these long machetes that they would hack the, the growth overgrowth and make a path for us. And we would hike through the the jungle and saw these little poison dart frogs they would find them and then they would bring them over to us on a leaf so we could look at them up close and there was a poison green tree frog and and a sloth was hanging there in the trees 
just amazing. Just amazing. It was amazing. And of course, they they tell you ahead of time. Now you need to wear long sleeves, long pants, boots, and cover up really well. And hats and yeah, with hats and that sort of thing. Did you did you notice a lot of mosquitoes or was there a lot of bugs or? Yes, a lot of bugs, especially um, at night. So one evening at afternoon, after we'd been out all afternoon in the skiff, they wanted us to stay out late until it got dark. Because as you can imagine, it gets very, very dark out there with no lights or anything. And the stars were just amazing, just amazing. Millions and millions of stars. So then when we uh, headed back to the boat on the skiff at night, they would give us goggles because the, the bugs were just massive. They, <laughs> when we were going along in the skiff, they, it was like raining bugs. So you couldn't open your mouth and you had to wear these goggles. But it was all part of the experience and it was just so unique and so wonderful. It was more than... A true, true, true bucket list vacation. Yes, yes. That's just amazing. And so, and still, even though it was rugged, somewhat rugged, it was still a first-class experience. The food was amazing on the ship. Uh, the service, anything you wanted, they tried to make it happen. I was scanning through through your pictures, and I hate snakes. <laughs> yeah. Lo and behold, now, and now, and I and I know it's probably one of your most commented posts on face on Facebook. You with this humongous boa. <laughs> yes. So, of course, you know, everybody watches all the science videos and and the anacondas are pretty popular. So when the guide spotted an anaconda in the brush along the side of the river, he said, do you want us to bring it into the boat? And I was like, yes, we want to see it. And so Four grown men wrestled that gal out of the brush, and it took a while for them to get it into the boat for us, but they did, and and she and she uh, was not happy, camper, but they they had to grab, be sure they had grabbed the tail and the head, yeah. uh, because she had her mouth open to bite somebody. She she was not happy about it, but. We brought her in and we were very gentle with her and they were too. And we got to hold her and see what it was like up close to see her. And she had this huge bulge in the middle of her where she had eaten dinner. So, but they really knew how to handle the animals. What We were going along one time and uh, he, he saw a little baby caiman and he just reached down in the water and grabbed it up and said, who wants to hold her? <laughs> So it was just so many unique experiences. It's hard to relate them all. Well, you do it again in a heartbeat then, I suppose. Oh, I would. And yeah. I'd love to take some of my grandkids. <laughs> I bet you. Yeah, no, I bet you because they'd be just over the moon. What you're describing in, in some cases is straight out, straight out of Indiana Jones. For junk. sure. It's amazing. What were some of the other highlights of the Amazon portion? And, the, and one time they actually took us back into this little like kind of a lake thing we were there during low water season so a lot of the rivers or the tributaries had kind of dried up and it was really hard to get the skiff into back in where they wanted to take us but they knew that there were these pink dolphins they have pink river dolphins there and 
there was a, a several of them that we got to see once we got back into that little lake area. That was pretty unique. So we didn't. We've done the Amazon. Then you took time, I guess, in the, in the next half of the trip and went to Machu Picchu. Is that yes? And so we uh, once we got back to Iquitos, we flew down to Cusco and stayed there in a very very nice hotel. Very nice hotel. And then we took a train up to Machu Picchu, and of course we got to tour that. Okay. amazing place. How long of a train journey would it be from where you were to Machu Picchu? From Cusco, you go down into the Sacred Valley right. and you stay there overnight. And, and it's a process to acclimate if you're from the lowlands like I am. <laughs> right. So it, it took a it took some time to get used to that altitude because okay. you're pretty high up. That's good advice for people. That, and and they do carry oxygen just in case somebody needs some. None of us did, but we, we had to stop frequently and catch our breath as we were climbing up the ruins, but it was worth it. So on, on foot then. But we you take a train from the Sacred Valley up to the ruins itself and, and back. Right. I mean, you can hike up. They have hiking trails that take four days if you want to hike. And they have places you can stop along the way and and rest for the night. We did the luxury tour (laughs) (laughs) and took the train. I can't say as I blame you. So when you get off the train, from the train to where we see pictures of you in what we all know as Machu Picchu. How long a distance is that? Is that just like normal walking distance or? Yes, it's just a nice walk up the hills. Yeah. But then once you get to the ruins, there's a lot of stairs. Okay, so for the the benefit of our viewers, I know you've been to the Acropolis. Yes. To walk up to the, the top of the Acropolis and walk, walk around those ruins, are we talking roughly the same amount of activity? It's about the same distance, I would say. Yeah. Although the altitude is higher at Machu Picchu. So, so the air is thinner. That's mainly what made it the most challenging. So, and if you have any mobility issues, it would probably not be the trip for you. Okay. That that that's good to know. So it's 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 not total it's not for the faint heart faint of heart then. Right, right. It's pretty physical. As I said, they kind of let us work into getting to Machu Picchu. So we stayed a night in Cusco and then we stayed a night in the Sacred Valley and then we went up actually two nights and then we went up to the ruins. Okay. So it was kind of a gradual okay. and the working whole your way up. I understand. So the whole idea of the extra nights in those lower in the valleys and that sort of thing is to basically acclimatize you to to yes. the to the air at that level. Right. You're already you're already high up. Right. And yeah. you just go higher. <laughs> right on. Okay. Well, that makes a lot of sense. Colleen, that sounds like a just a wonderful, wonderful vacation. Is there anything else you'd like to add about that? It was this though, a once in a lifetime trip and I As I said, I've been to many, many countries around the world, and I have to say this was one of the top five. That's high. That's high praise. (laughs) And a lot of the credit goes to Uniworld because they make it such a first class experience for you, for us. So if folks want to know, know more about this, where can they get hold of you? They can get hold of me either by phone or my email eaglewingstravel at gmail.com. Okay. And I'd be happy to help them set it all up. 
Okay, and plus answer more questions. Yes, and answer more questions. I'm sure, I'm sure people. I'm sure people will, will have have a ton. I know when when I get done here, I'm probably going to have a ton. Gee, I should have asked her that. So where are you off to next? And okay. then in another week, I'm going to take some of my little five year old princesses on a Disney cruise. Well, you know what? We're going to have to have you back so you can regale us with all the stories of the princesses on board the Disney cruise. You and I can spend a lot of time talking about Disney. Yes, we could. And with their 50th anniversary celebration coming up, it's going to be a busy time. They are. They truly, truly, truly bring the magic. So here's a wish for you for smooth sailing. And we hope to see you on a Lido deck real soon. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right. Take care. And that pretty much wraps it up for today, folks. A special thanks to my guest, Colleen Atherton of Eagle Wings Travel. If you'd like to get hold of Colleen about this amazing Amazon vacation or any other vacation, I'll leave her contact information in the description. If you'd like to get hold of us, send an email to questions at realtravelexperts.com or visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or simply leave a comment. We always respond. As always, folks, if you like this video, a like, a subscribe, and a ring of the bell, is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels.